0: Father, we thank you for Sister Stephanie, thank you Jesus, Amen! Hello and welcome to my Thine Heart Podcast. My name is Stephanie Hudson and today I'm going to talk about what the Lord says about having childlike humility as we see in Matthew eighteen three. Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. And as we listened to the darling clip from Alex and the little children, because he's doing um, work out there. It is just a reminder of how innocent they are (laughs) and just how precious uh, that they were willing to make that for me to say thank you to me for my ministry. So a big hello to Alex and to all you little darlings and a big thank you and a big hug hug to each and every one of you for making that for me. (laughs) So it really does tie into this episode of having childlike humility. So I will continue to read more um, as we see in Mark 10, 15. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. Luke 13:24 Strive to enter through the narrow door for many I tell you will seek to enter and will not be able So to be converted means a few different things okay it means to convert over to the lord and his ways by taking his hand and following him It means doing his will by nurturing your relationship with him so your love will grow for him, you know, on a deeper level. It also means to be converted by the washing of the water of his word to be cleansed and sanctified by it because it's living and active, reaching to the core of one's being to change a person from the inside out because it starts from within and It will start to show itself in the way a person behaves and how they live their life, right? So being converted means to be changed by him through his grace, which gives us power and victory over the sin that entangles our lives and keeps us captive to it. And to have childlike humility means to have a modest or low view of one's own importance. It means to have freedom from pride and arrogance. It means to be modest in how we present ourselves and how we live our lives. Now, some people live beyond their means by living like a rich person instead of living modestly, which then trickles into their soul by making them feel more important than they should, you know, because of their lavish lifestyle. And if someone who had a lot of money, let's just say that you had you won the lotto or you got an inheritance or you have a lot of money somehow, okay, if you just went and bought, you know, a modest looking condo and a new car, but a modest car, it can be new, but you know, a modest looking car, not some flashy sports car. Um, And you use a lot of your money to help other people, that would be perfectly fine. Um, But some people will get a huge home on a big property and some will even buy a Ferrari or buy several sports cars, like really fancy sports cars, and maybe even get a boat or a private jet. And, you know, this would mean they're not living modestly, right? because they could have spent some of that money to help some poor people who need their help. Because a child of God will keep themselves humbled by not letting pride and haughtiness into their soul, nor will, nor will they give off that impression by living too lavishly. And being childlike means to be innocent, trusting simple sweet and pure it means you are willing to listen and learn whatever he wants you to know so he can change your character to bear his fruit of holiness so that people will know that you are truly his it means to hold others in a high regard or even higher than yourself, you know, and a higher regard than than you even see yourself, you know, and to lift them up with sincerity of heart, like Christ would do. It's the opposite of criticizing people, insulting them, bringing them down, discouraging them, looking down on them, and pointing the finger at them. It's the opposite of being prideful, arrogant, haughty, conceited, self-important, narcissistic, bragging about one's importance and accomplishments, and showing partiality to those who are less important in your eyes because you think you are more important than they are due to your money your social status, your education, your career, and anything else that makes you feel more important than you really are when it comes to the world, because his ways are not our ways. Our ways can be too worldly, which makes us an enemy of God. And you know that even Satan himself offered the the world to Jesus, as we see in Matthew 4, 8 to 10. luke 4 5 to 7 and the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him to you i will give all this authority and their glory for it has been delivered to me and i give it to whom i will if you then will worship me it will be it will all be yours because The Lord came as a man, okay? He was fully God, but he was also fully man. And so when he came here as a man, you have to understand that he had to receive things as if he was a man. Even though he was fully God and deity, he decided to come as a man as well which meant he would have to receive things as if he were a man, right? Like like he was a man like we are, like a person. He became like a person, just like we are a person. And this was so that he could understand us better, right? What better way to understand us if God comes down as a man and takes the form of a man and is born as an infant, right, growing in to maturity as a man And feeling all the things that we feel, you know, being a person, all the, you know, feeling pain and and anguish and like physical pain, mental pain, all the things that we experience being a human being in this body, he decided to also do so that he could experience firsthand what it would be like to be like us, to actually become a human So that he could sympathize with us and go through temptations because he was being tempted by Satan to surrender so that he would know how that would feel to put, you know, to put himself into our shoes so that he could sympathize to know what it would be like to be human and be tempted by the devil himself. So this is the only reason that they were given authority, like the devil was given authority to try to tempt him. For him to surrender to his will, to Satan's will, and why they were able to arrest him and crucify him because he gave that authority was given to them from above, you know, from the Father. And you know, it's three in one God, so it's just a part of him, you know, they're all part of each other, you know, the, the triune God, right, in nature. Um, And so, you know, only God himself granted this power unto them because he did become fully man, but that does not take away his deity in any way. Okay. So as we see in 1 John two fifteen to 16, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the, and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. Matthew sixteen twenty six. for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole? Whole world and forfeits his soul, or what shall a man give in return for his soul? So, another example of being humbled means to acknowledge how dependent we are on Him, and that without Him we wouldn't be who we are, and we wouldn't have what we have, or be able to lead the life that we live. Practicing humility shows that we put ourselves in a position that points all glory and all things back to him. And humility in the Bible is also the practice of meekness. By respecting self and others, being submissive by putting others needs before our own sometimes, and sacrificing ourselves for the love of others. And this could mean giving up a worldly pleasure by taking that money to help someone you know who needs some help. It could mean forgiving someone who needs your forgiveness. It could mean doing a favor for someone who needs it. It could mean listening to someone who needs a friend. It could mean making lunches and passing them out to some homeless people and treating them like they are special and are loved in the eyes of God, showing no partiality. Or it could mean that when you go out and about into the world, you smile to people, you give them compliments, you let them go before you in a line at the grocery store, you offer to help someone load up their car of groceries, you pay the balance of someone's bill at the cashier because they don't have enough to pay it. It could be a dollar or two or $5. You know, you hold the door open for people, you take group pictures for people when you see that they need a helping hand and you know and the list goes on or it could be bake some cookies and leave it at the doorstep of a new neighbor with a little card that says hello and welcome to the neighborhood and this would all tie into john 13 34 and 35 that says a new command i give you love one another as i have loved you so you must love one another by this Everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So there are many sweet childlike things we can do for others while coming to the Lord with a humbled attitude like a child and telling him how grateful we are for the life that he has given us. And please know that I don't do this episode as if I've mastered this because I mean, I'm getting there. The Lord has changed me a lot. So for the most part, I go out there and I'm actually, I fit this really well, but I've seen myself with a few, very few, um, people that I haven't even mastered it. Although lately, I'm even seeing that that's even going away because the Lord prunes me. (laughs) But please know that when I do these episodes, if I see an area where I'm lacking, Um, then yeah, I, I see myself start to change for the better in that area or with that person where I see that I'm lacking, you know, the Lord really helps me to be better, um, as I do these episodes. So I'm not doing these episodes just for all of you. Please know that it's for me as well. Okay. Okay. So if you are being mistreated, like being treated harshly by someone or by multiple people, maybe even in your own family, and they are coming at you with pride and anger, holding grudges, insulting you, looking down on you, and they speak badly of you behind your back, well, please know this is evil to its core, and it's not of our Lord Jesus. They are not showing the fruits of the Holy Spirit, nor are they exhibiting behavior to show that they are truly his. And when someone isn't following him, they're following great evil, even if they don't realize it or want to admit it to themselves. They are walking hand in hand with the father of lies and doing his will which is to hate people, to hurt people, to undermine people, to deflect and project onto others so they don't have to take accountability for their behavior, for making people feel bad about themselves, to hold things against people for years or possibly forever, no matter how sorry or sweet they are about it, because forgiveness is not their strong suit, because forgiveness comes from our Lord, not uh from the evil one and these people are his children the evil one okay they're they're his people as we see in John eight forty four, you are of the father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So if you... Um, know someone like this or you know some people like this they are uh, probably of the father the devil that's their father and they're walking hand in hand with hand hand in hand with him and that's why they don't bear the lord's fruit they bear the complete opposite it's called rotten fruit right there's good fruit and bad fruit they are bearing bad fruit rotten fruit because they are the child of the devil himself but if you are a child of the most high God, then they will hate you even more and without cause in many, in many, um, cases, you know, sometimes you didn't even do anything and they will hate you because you're the, you know, you're the child of the most high and they will blame you for everything that they have actually done against you. And then they'll turn it around and blame you for all these things that they're actually the ones who did that to you. They have a way of like twisting it and turning it around. (laughs) And now you are being blamed for everything that's gone wrong. And it was all at the result of their evil and what they did against you. Uh, They just, it's so twisted how evil works, you know, they play victim and they turn it around and yet they've been hurting you for years and attacking you and just, you know, just treating you so viciously and so venomously. And then they just somehow have a way of convincing themselves that you're the problem when they've been the problem all along, when you, you've just tried to love them over and over and over you just are so sweet and you try to love them and they hate on you over and over and over and in, in many cases it's because you're trying to walk with the lord and they're walking with the devil and so they might not even understand what's going on they might not even understand themselves that you know this hatred actually stems from the fact that they walk with the evil one and you're walking with the most high god and there's this inner hatred that they can't even explain themselves okay so let's read more about it in john 15 18 to 21 if the world hates you you know that it hated me before it hated you If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, remember the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also but all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. So that's a powerful word. And it just shows that when people hate us or even um, our own parents, and our own family and friends, if they hate you, because you talk about the Lord, and they know that you're trying to walk with the Lord. And if they persecute you for your faith, please know that they hated him first. And, and they hate him now, which means they, you know, they hate him now and, and anyone who follows him, whether they are able to acknowledge that this is what's going on or not, I don't know. But that's what's going on. I'm telling you through his word that that could be what's going on if you're walking with the Lord now it might not be uh, this might not pertain to you if you're not walking with the Lord because this is only pertaining to those who are walking closely with him Um, so only you know if this ministers to you or not in this particular passage So anyway, I am getting close to ending this episode. So let me say this, okay? May the Lord heal you and bless you who are listening to me. And may he make this easy for you to follow him by purifying you from within so that it won't be a struggle if you are trapped with the spirit of pride yourself. May he deliver you from those who are abusing you and may he sear them for how they are behaving by humbling them and bringing them to repentance. May he change your life and make you a new creation in him to love him deeply and to start showing great love to others. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. So thank you so much for listening and I love you all. Until next time. Father, we thank you for Sister Stephanie, thank you Jesus, Amen!